0: Hello again everybody, welcome to The Late Afternoon Show, I'm your host Tim O'Lari. Thank you so much for listening in, please be sure to follow us and subscribe, and if you want more Meaningful Work content, check us out at MrMeaningfulWork.com. There you can see videos of the episodes, future content, and just stay updated on what's going on in the Meaningful Work community today we are talking to Prem Kumar. Uh, he and his company are really prime examples of bold and meaningful innovation. He leads humanly.io, and they are just doing amazing work, adding a lot of value to both organizations and job seekers. So we have a lot of fun in this episode. Let us know what you think in the comments, and we'll be seeing you. Sitting on the edge of the pool.
1: Hey. There you go. go. Loving the vibe. Loving the vibe. Uh huh. Let's go. I love it. I'm also good at enforcing rules that people don't follow. I have two kids. so
0: <laughs> If you are married and if you have children, you have to be very comfortable in laying down the law that's not going to lay down yeah, it. Yep. So that, that is, we know how it is. Naisha, what's up, girl? Thanks for joining us. Thanks for joining us. We are live with Prem Kumar on the Late Afternoon Show. Prem, thank you so much for taking some time out to hang out with us this evening. I'm sorry you don't have your tea yet. I'm going to be sipping over here.
1: I got mine on the way.
0: I'm happy to be (laughs) here. Yeah, that's the benefit of living close to the distribution. I was right there. I was right there. Thank you, Naisha. Thank you. So Prem, normally I try to... Do a nice intro, and you know, consolidate all the all all the the bio information and deliver it. But it is never as good as a person kind of talking about it themselves, right? So I want you, if we hop into an elevator, you're a tech CEO, you're an entrepreneur, you already know about the elevator pitch, all right? So if we were to hop in and you see this cool black dude in this nice blazer and turtle legs, like, oh man, this guy might be some money. Let me <laughs> Let me introduce myself real quick. What would you say? Who are you? What do you do before we get to the second floor? Go.
1: I would say through my mask, of course, I would say, you know, I'm on a mission to bring equity and efficiency to hiring. So what humanly my company does is we automate job candidate screening, schedule, scheduling and engagement um, for companies with high applicant volume
0: man, we're still, I'm still looking for the button, my man. You, you you, went through that quickly. I love that. I love that. And how long have you been doing that, man?
1: Yeah. So my, my background has been in, been in HR technology and talent acquisition technology for a while. So I spent about 10 years at Microsoft here in Seattle, um, went to a company called Tiny Pulse in the employee engagement space. And we started humanly about two years ago.
0: Very nice. Very nice. And so, you know, there is this kind of well-known saying, especially for startups, that there is a, you know, folks that make it past a year, right? It's like, oh, okay, we've made it past a year. And then there's like the two-year mark. And then there's like the five-year mark. How would you say you guys are on that one-year, two-year kind of climbing on to, you know, let's say 2025? How are you guys on that journey?
1: Yeah. Um, so Reed Hoffman from LinkedIn has a quote saying a startup is like, Jumping out of a plane and, and building your parachute on the way down. Um, so I mean that that's every year, you know, every day. Um, but, but yeah, we're we're between we're in the seed stage right now. So we, uh, okay. I think we're we're seeing some great um, examples of product market fit, some happy customers. So we're having that, but all you know, the you know the number one thing for us is building the right team. We're obviously in the hiring space. So I think that's that's what keeps me up at night. That that's what challenges me right now. Are we including the right people? Whether that's our are the actual employees or that's the lawyers we're working with or different vendors so yeah that's that's one thing i think that's been tough for us um not extremely challenging but definitely in this environment it's been a little more challenging
0: yeah dude i appreciate that for folks that are just joining us we are live with prem kumar founder ceo of humanly type in the chat let us know where you're from we got somebody from pittsburgh we got somebody from arizona we got folks in washington thank you prem for being from washington Um, Let us know in the chat. I want to see where folks are calling in from today. Uh, Type in the chat where you're from. If you're joining us live, give us that thumbs up. If you're joining us on the rebroadcast, you're watching this later because your kids got home, you're just too tired, not trying to watch this thing at five o'clock or six o'clock or eight o'clock and you're watching it next day, that's fine. Give us a heart emoji so we can know where you're at. But we're asking uh, Prem you know who he is what he's doing and he shared with us a little bit about the uh the tech company the hr tech company that he's building in humanly hey dane ohio in the house what's up what's up so outside of who you are and what you're doing by way of humanly if somebody was to ask you personally what are you famous for how would you answer that
1: big seattle sports fan so i was uh at the Super Bowl when the Seahawks won it, yeah. I've uh, been watching uh, you know the Mariners all my life. So I think I think that's an identifying fact. It isn't, and I would say there's few things harder in life than being a Seattle Mariners fan. So that's <laughs> uh, that's, that's been been a rough road.
0: Hey, at least at least you're dedicated, right? So folks we'll never <laughs> say that this is a fair weather fan. Nah, she's <laughs> <laughs> thick and thin, mostly thick, but. We'll, uh, we'll get through with Arizona in the house. Oh, Anne-Marie, what's up? We got Denver in the house. Thank you guys so much um, for joining us on this late afternoon show. So, guys, what we're going to do is that we're going to get to know Prem a little bit better before we go into our next line of questioning. So we have some swag. Where is my swag? Tim, did you forget the swag in the kitchen? I think I might have forgotten the swag in the kitchen. But we got swagnets, Okay. Um, some folks call it magnets. Nah, we got Swagnets. All right. So we got Mr. Meaningful Work Swagnets. We got the Meaningful Mondays. If anybody tunes into my Monday show, a Meaningful Monday, we got the Meaningful Monday happy face with the calendar to motivate yourself on every Monday. And then if you just like seeing my face, I got my <laughs> face on a magnet to motivate you. I got so many teeth. So you will see this guy on the Mr. Meaningful Work Swagnet. So that is the prize for joining us. Hey, we got Israel in the house. Maurice, what's up? What's up? I'm so glad folks are tuning in. And so what we're going to do is we're going to play two truths and a lie. We're going to play two truths and a lie. So Prem is going to share with us three statements. Two of them are true. One of them is false. And you have to guess whoever is the first person to type in the chat the one that is the lie will win a statement, and Prem will be the judge. Prem, I don't can you see the comments coming in? Um, yeah, uh,
1: yeah, let me flip over here. Okay, uh,
0: yeah, I can see I got them here. The comments, good, good, good. So I'm gonna turn the music up a little bit to give us some vibe over here, and I want you to go ahead and tell us your three statements, two truths and a lie. And folks, type it in the chat. Let's go.
1: All right, so I'm an Eagle Scout. Uh, My favorite color is yellow, and I used to be able to dunk in high school.
0: (laughs) I love love those. Eagle Scout, able to dunk in high school or middle school? Which one was that? High school. He was able to dunk in high school, and his favorite color is yellow. Which one of those is a falsehood? Which one is a total lie? Type it in the chat to win some swag. Let's go. Let's go. And he did that all with a straight face. Every time folks play this game, we fight to look like in their eye and see, and are they looking to the left or the right? trying to be FBI, you know, type of stuff in there. So let us know. All right, somebody said favorite. I part. guess I got oh. it. Oh, <laughs> that was quick. Oh my goodness, he said you are not an eagle scout. Sir. <laughs> oh, it is not yellow. Duncan High School. <laughs> Augusta got it. I'm over here (laughs) calling here Augusta. That's actually my mom, dude. So I'm over. (laughs) I I gotta say, uh, Mrs. uh, (laughs) Alara. All right. So you were able to dunk in high school. You
1: were a dunking man. I I couldn't palm a basketball, so only a volleyball. But (laughs) I I could I could jump, (laughs) but I couldn't.
0: (laughs) What type of ball you were able to dunk? What was the other one? So and you're not, and you are an Eagle Scout.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm not currently. I'm a I earned my Eagle Scout rank at 18 and I, I put it on my LinkedIn profile still.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Because it's a conversation starter, right? So we, we can get some camaraderie with folks. Um, that's good. So thank you so much. For the answer. What is, so it's not, what is your favorite color? Blue. Blue. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it's not, he's not a yellow man. He is a blue man for sure. So I think we got time for one more. We'll give somebody else a chance. Um, let's do another set of two truths and a lie. So Prem, give us your three statements and one of them being false.
1: Okay, let's see here. So, my two year old is a better dancer than me. My wife and I met in an elevator, um, and I was born in Wichita, Kansas.
0: Wow, my guy. Do you play poker? Because your face is like so straight. Like, you don't give away <laughs> anything. So, wife met in an ele- him and his wife were in an elevator. Born in Wichita, is it Kansas? Yeah. Wichita, Kansas, and his two-year-old is a better dancer than him. Which one is false? Which one is absolutely lies? Let's see those answers coming in. Hey, this is a slow jam. All right. Who, who? Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's get some answers, guys. Which one of the statements is false? His two-year-old daughter is a better dancer than he is he was born in wichita kansas or his wife and him met in an elevator i am very interested to know which one is false here right because love stories and folks coming together is always an interest that's one of those topics that come up at thanksgiving that your wife met in an elevator is false
1: they got it right i think sharon was first. first sharon oh sharon got it oh
0: Oh, by a split second (laughs) (laughs) that is nice so you did not meet your wife in an elevator
1: we, it came to my mind because we actually got stuck in an elevator when we were dating for about two hours. But that's not where we first met. So oh, <laughs> that man, is a lot. <laughs>
0: man. And, uh, and so your wife, your your daughter is a better dancer than you? Oh, yeah,
1: absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs>
0: what kind of music does she like to dance to?
1: All kinds. I mean, you throw something on TV and she'll uh, dance in circles. And she, she likes all kinds of music. <laughs>
0: that's awesome. That's awesome. Well, uh, Sharon, you got it. Sharon joining us on LinkedIn. We will get reach out to you to how to get your uh, swag nets. So I'll be reaching out to you. Thank you so much for joining us uh, for the late afternoon show. We are joined by Prem Kumar, the founder and CEO of Humanly, the HR tech firm. So can you just walk us through? So for folks that are not familiar with HR tech, what would if you can just give us a snapshot of what your company would do for an organization, what does that look like?
1: Yeah. So we're we're particularly on the hiring side. So um, we're targeting um, helping companies uh, find job candidates for roles that have super high applicant volume. So for entry-level sales, entry-level support, you're getting hundreds and hundreds of resumes. So we automate the the screening of job candidates, the scheduling of job candidates, and then get them to a a human faster for the the interview itself. You know we find that right now recruiters are spending about 72 hours of manual time going through resumes and yet only averaging about seven seconds per resume when you're getting that many of them so there's a lot of um, inequity a lot of bias involved in the process so our goal is to is to streamline that particularly for those kind of mid-sized companies that have really high applicant volume
0: dude I, i like what you talked about as far as focusing on that bias and kind of that super crazy ratio right 72 hours spent but only being able to impact such a small number of those folks that actually come through, you know, as we look at the year that we've had, right, with incredible amounts of job loss and incredibly high volume of folks looking for job, uh, looking for jobs. What are you seeing by way of some of those groups that have been, you know, that are having a harder time, right? It's already a hard time for everybody. Um, what are you seeing for those groups that may be having an even harder time based on that kind of bias conversation you were talking about?
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's um, it's been a tough year for obviously a lot of reasons. Um, about 40% of recruiters in the Bay Area have been furloughed or laid off. Um, and with unemployment so high, candidate volume is, is off the charts. So what's happening is I mentioned you know um, a very difficult, time-consuming process to screen resumes. Um, what happens when volume gets super high is people start using shortcuts. There might be unconscious bias. Um, mm-hmm. You're getting, you know, you have hundreds and hundreds of resumes, and so we feel that you should be able to engage with with candidates at scale. It's kind of like yeah. if I told a salesperson you had 500 leads, you have the tools to engage with 500 of them. But uh, yeah. you know, I don't feel that candidates are being treated in the same way when, when they should be, especially now during COVID. I mean, if you're a if you're a B 2 C company, so I'll take I'll take Disney pre COVID as an example. Um, most candidates oftentimes in B2C companies are also your best customers. So the average person that applies to a Disney job spends, you know, seven or eight times more per year at Disney parks than an average customer. So treating your candidates well isn't just good for finding the right one for this job, but it's about lining up for the next one about, you know, building brand advocates about um, even building a, a base of future customers. So that's kind of one challenge right now it's just volumes off the charts and recruiters and hiring teams don't have the tools to engage at scale
0: that is that is such an interesting observation you know I always I remember when I was um, younger and looking for work I was, especially in retail you'd always see like target or um, you know Macy's or everybody says you know work where you shop where it's okay. like yeah you you're already a customer here you already enjoy the product you already enjoy the vibe now you can contribute to it never even started to think that, you know, when there is that um, huge influx of, of job applications and things like that, if there's a lack of engagement, you might be hurting your customers as well. So as opposed to just hurting the candidate pool, um, as far as folks coming on, you also might be tarnishing your brand from a customer perspective, um, which is very, very, very interesting. So one question I have for you, uh, and we'll take some questions for folks. Guys, in the chat, we are talking with Prem Kumar. Um, He is the CEO and founder of uh, HR tech company humanly on the late afternoon show here today. Um, If you have questions um, for Prem, please put them in the chat. We are going to get your questions to Prem so he can answer them for you. Questions about entrepreneurship tech, questions about um, hiring and HR and um, just anything in general. Put your questions in the chat. We want to be able to to get to those. But before we get to that, I want to ask you this. What would you say to folks? So, you are, do you have a technical background? Like are you, are you in coding and all those things or what was your background and how do you able to get into the tech field?
1: Yeah, so mainly like product management um, and then cool. in, in school a little bit on the technical side.
0: Yeah, so one thing that this is me personally, so I'm being selfish right now. So I, I spent a lot of my early careers in the Bay Area and I was working at Hewlett Packard and uh, my girlfriend and I at the time were, you know trying to start up something and I don't have a technical background. But I'm always, you know, I know how to business develop. I know sales. I know marketing. I know all these things. I know how to ideate and, you know, and bring all these things together. But you can only go so far if you don't have the technical skills to do that. Um, so for folks that are interested, that have ideas, right, and are interested in um, a technology solution to a problem, but they don't have the technology background, what kind of advice would you give to, to somebody that wants to build something in that respect?
1: Yeah, it's a great question. I think it's becoming, um, much more accessible to, to start your own uh, technology company. I, I'm not a great coder. I, I found a co-founder who is, um, that, that I'm working with, but, um, so there's a lot of ways you can, you know, go on Upwork or. Um, go go online and find someone to build a, a prototype or MVP for you. I think start by validating the idea. And it doesn't take um, a whole lot of coding to validate the idea. Go out and interview people, research people in the field. Once you really know you're onto something, if it is a technology company you're looking to build, um, find a, find a co-founder that maybe can fill those gaps. Cause you know, everyone's bringing something, everything that, that makes us different is a competitive advantage. And I think, um, you know, if you, if you find that, that counterpart to take it that level, but, but I, one advice I'd give is don't be afraid to start just because you can't build it yourself. There, there are, uh, ways you can, um, learn and learn about product market fit, um, find out if this is really something people want, yeah. um, without actually having the technology already built.
0: Yeah. So the two things that I got from that for folks that are checking in with us now or will be checking in with us later, um, and if you want to build a technology solution to something but you don't have a technology background, um, two things I think Prem just shared that are very very important is number one, you can validate the idea in a non-technical way, right? So whether it's conversations with folks or um, finding some, you know, doing some research on how to validate the idea, that is a way to kind of get to a minimum viable product. So that's that MVP. That he was talking about. So that's one thing is that there are ways to validate your idea without the actual coding or the tech. The second thing is find a technical co-founder, um, and that there are resources. You mentioned a couple of them, Upwork, that where you can find folks that can match with your, you know, marketing talent, your business development, your networking, your sales, your, you know, all these different things, and you can link up so you don't have to go about it. Um, You know, by yourself, you can actually tap into one of these networks to build that. So. So I appreciate that. That's that's some real. That's some real practical stuff. So really quick before before we round out, I don't know if we got any questions in here. If folks have questions, whether you're on with us live or you're checking in with us on the rebroadcast, you can type a question into the comment section and Prem will be notified of those and tag him as well. Oh, how do how do folks tag you? Where are you on your different? Uh, where are you on your different platforms?
1: Yeah. So, sorry, I thought you meant in the chat here. Um, so, oh, no. um, yeah. So on, on LinkedIn, um, you can find me there. At, at, on Twitter, it's at Prem Kumar tweets, um, and okay. LinkedIn. I think the shortcut on my LinkedIn is backslash uh, P-R-E-M-S Kumar. Yep. Okay. Okay.
0: Um, and uh, and you pronounce it different. How do you say? If, I've been saying it Prem. How do you is that Less?
1: Oh oh Prem. Cream. Ah, oh, we got to do this whole episode again. I, 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 I am a polite Eagle Scout. What can I say?
0: <laughs> Cream. Oh, okay, that is that is. I'll, I'll know that for future reference. Man, I know my my last name has been butchered so many times. I, it's olari or Lowry or O'Leary. Some folks thought before they met me in person, they used to think that I was Irish. Because of O'Leary, and then they would see me face to face and be like, "Oh, that's not the that's not the Irish man that we, uh, that we that we anticipated." But really quick, man, we're about to wrap this up. We really appreciate the time that you spent with us this evening. I'm um, sharing about how you know humanly is addressing a very real need, right? So both sides, both from the company side that are struggling to get the right talent and manage you know that that talent pipeline um, and then from the applicant side right folks really trying to get in really want to be engaged um, with these organizations so it's always good to see good companies doing good right not just catering to one particular subset but really taking a holistic look um, at the problem so we are really appreciate you for that uh, taking your time out of your schedule to chat with us before we let you go is there any kind of last words that you have um, our whole idea around um, this show and my brand, you know, Mr. Meaningful Work is trying to um, figure out what is meaningful work and how can we apply meaningful work concepts um, to, to what we do. So let me ask you this. What is what would be your advice to how folks can uh, discover meaningful work in the work and the activities that they do?
1: Yeah, it's a, it's a great question. And thanks for having me, by the way. It's been, been a lot of fun. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think. Um, at the end of the day, you have to know your why. Um, so I think my why is my, my kids, um, you know, when I, I knew that I wanted to start a company because I wanted to, you know, pursue my passion and make an impact in that way. Um, so uh, one thing I always do is once you kind of have identified what that why is, and you can go into more details as to kind of um, the definition of it. But but I think it keeps you going when you have a hard day or like the mm. only way you're going to get done is if you keep going and, you know, you got to start and you got to keep going. And I think starting and keeping going is a lot easier when you're constantly reminded of, of your why.
0: 100%. 100%. Finding that why. Those kids, those kids will do it to you, man. They look <laughs> up in your face and it was like, man, okay. I'm doing this for you. I'm doing this for you. At first, I thought I was doing it for me, but nah, I'm doing this for you. So man, we're about to wrap up here today, guys. We are super uh, grateful that you joined us tonight. Um, I keep saying night, this afternoon. I'm going to keep saying afternoon, even though it looks like nighttime outside, uh, for joining us this afternoon on the late afternoon show. Um, We are going to be back next week. Um, with another amazing guest, shout out to our sponsor for this episode, Big Black Tea. I am already finished. You guys can't see the inside of my cup, but I have been jugging. I've been chugging this thing down. It is so smooth. It is, you know, puts me in a place of peace. And they have two. They got Zen and they got Harmony. Um, so go check out Big Black Tea. I think Tim Murdoch put it in the chat at the beginning, so you can scroll up and check that out. All right. We are going to throw this music up and we're going to sign out. Prem, thank you so much. Everybody, thank you so much for joining us tonight. We will see you guys next week on another edition of the Late Afternoon Show Live. This is the jam. Hey. (laughs) Hey. Hey. Thanks so much for listening to another episode of the Late Afternoon Show. Hey, if this episode resonated as meaningful for you, please consider subscribing, downloading the episode, liking it, sharing it with somebody that you think would find it valuable. And if you have any thoughts or ideas on people that we can talk to or subjects we can cover, shoot me an email. My email is Tim at MrMeaningfulWork.com. Again, that is Tim at MrMeaningfulWork.com. Again, thank you so much. And we'll see you on another edition of the late afternoon show